Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, uh, everyone. I am your host, <coughs> Jameer, and I'm, I'm here along with uh, Dorothy. Uh, this is our, our second show in a row in as, in as many weeks. Um, thank you, everyone, again for tuning in. And... Uh, I'll go ahead. Let me go ahead and open up in, with a prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your love and kindness, Father. We thank you for your, your word, God, or your written word, God, all the promises that are recorded in your book of God. Lord, we thank you for your spoken word, Father, Lord, the promises through the Holy Spirit, Father. Um. Lord, lead us and guide us and direct us this evening, Father, as we go through your word, Father. Wisdom, revelation, and understanding. And we ask all these things uh, in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Um, well, I hope everyone has been having a, a great, great week. Um, This week, I wanted to kind of uh, focus on uh, or talk about the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast, um, which is, uh, I guess, like when a lot of people are uh, teaching uh, on the mark of the beast these days. Uh, I just want to read it because some people may not know um, where the, uh, the scripture comes from, so I want to read the scripture, and I wanted to also relate it to some of the things that are um, going on in, in today's world and society with all of the uh, technology um, and, and uh, also medical medical uh, things. That, um, oh, yeah, I, uh, let, me, let me actually go ahead and read this. Actually, the scripture... Of the mark of the beast is coming from Revelation chapter 13. Revelation chapter 13. Um, and I'm going to go because it's the whole of it. I'm, I'm going to go, you know what, I read verses 11 through 18. Um, and then I saw another beast rise out of the earth, and it had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence. It makes the earth and its inhabitants to worship the first beast whose mortal wound was healed. And it performed great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to the earth in front of people. Everyone likes, likes to be a show. <laughs> um, and, and, by the, and by the signs that it is, that it is allowed to work, In the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image of the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath 
and it was vowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might, might even speak, it might cause those who were not worshipped the image of the beast to be slain. Also it caused all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slaves, to be marked on the right hand or on the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has a mark that is the name of the beast or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understand calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six, six, six. So this right here is uh, saying, saying a lot, really. You have talking about uh, beasts, talking about beasts talking, uh, the beast calling down fire from heaven, the dragon. A lot of uh, revelations, the book of Revelation is very uh, symbolic. Um, even when Jesus was here on earth, he often uh, taught a parable. And he said it was the reason he taught in parables was because he wanted uh, those who really wanted to understand and know know what it meant. Uh, they would they would speak speak more, and those who uh, really were not interested anyway, well, they're not going to they're not going to really try to speak more or understand it more. So we have a lot of uh, believers who are uh, confused about this uh, book of Revelation, and it's, it's so many different interpretations, you know, and and a lot of it, you know. I have my own interpretation, but some of it, I think we're just going to have to uh, live through it because everybody has all these different predictions or, or things or the way they understand how everything is going to unfold. And um, and some of those people might be right, but a lot of people may be wrong. You know? And some people might be right on certain verses and then wrong on other verses. So we don't, we don't know. The Bible says that we know in part and we prophesy in part and we see through a glass field. So the good thing is, though, always the, the, the people are actually studying it, the people are very interested in it, especially with everything that's going on in today's world and society, you actually have more people studying the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel, and some of the other prophetic scriptures as it relates to the end times, the last days. Uh, so that is really, really taken up, and people are very inquisitive to see how modern-day uh, events are relating to uh what's going on in our society and the word of God. Um, but this right here, this particular mark of the beast, this 666, it seems to be uh, unanimous. Um, as every, every, like almost uh, every every uh, one, whether you believe in the, 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 uh, the post-tribulation or, or, the, or the pre-tribulation or whatever the rapture happens at the beginning, the middle, or the end, um, everybody... Every, all, almost all believers believe that, uh, well, this right here is one thing that you should not take, this, this 666. Um, you should not take, uh, and that's pretty much uni- unanimous. Uh, one thing uh, about this uh, verse, it says that uh, all, he causes all, both great and small, um, and rich and poor, both free and slave, to be uh, received a mark on the right hand or the forehead. And I, I guess be, I'm trying to think. Uh, I heard someone say, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but some people, I guess they don't have their a right hand or something, or, or maybe they will put it on their forehead instead of that, instead of I'm not sure uh, people won't 
I guess hit it on the left hand. So maybe the right hand is some type of significance to the forehead. I'm not sure. Uh, I know a lot of, a lot of um, people scan temperatures and they usually scan with the forehead. So I'm not sure if that has anything to do with anything either. But regardless, it's going to be on the right hand or, or on the forehead. And it also says one thing that's very interesting. It says no man can buy or sell unless he has a mark that is uh, the name of the beast or the number of his name. And that right there, actually, it, it should be uh, kind of familiar to us right now because well, maybe it's been a couple of years now or that we have been in, into this uh, with the, the vaccine mandate and be it uh, – has, and particularly here in America, it's been a battle with, between individuals who don't want the vaccine and people who do want the vaccine. And we have companies who have uh, mandated it, saying that you cannot work for us. Um, there are some companies are letting you work for you have to have some type of doctor's excuse or uh, religious exemption, which is good. And some companies, you know, they 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 kind of relaxed on it, leaning on it, they're not requiring it. But then there was a time where hey, you. Unless you have this, uh, the vaccine and this document, you couldn't get on a plane. And it's depending on which region um, in the United States you live, if you lived in certain cities such as uh, New York or California, then you basically it would be no good for you to leave the leave the house. And actually, it was a uh, if you're any, anyone out there is a, a basketball fan. It's, it's not many NBA players, or not many of them, but at least there was a few of them from each team that actually uh, refused to uh, get the vaccine. And one of them, who was uh, actually, he was one of the more popular ones because he was actually in a, in a state where you can't work. And he was actually in New York, New York City. His name was Kyrie Irving. And he was, he was not able to uh, play basketball for some time because New York City did not allow uh, anyone with the vaccine to work, so he was forced to sit on the sideline. And actually, it was one time where he actually had to come into the game, like when they released, uh, they let they uh, relaxed some of the mandates. He was able to come into the game, but he had to come in come into the game as a fan um, instead of actually a player. But now they have released it totally, to where he's actually has been able to uh, play on his uh, basketball team. So it was a fight. He said that uh, he's not a – I don't believe he's a believer, but he said he was standing up for those who don't have a voice. That was one of his motives of, of that. Um, he's one of the ones that's kind of uh, more of the radical players. He, he's, he's very unique. He got his own personality. And I'm really glad that he did that. It was other players who also did not take the, uh, the vaccine. Some of them were in cities. They did not require 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 like New York and and uh, California, so they were fine. Um, and even even at one point they were not allowed to play in those cities whenever they had a game there. But then they relaxed it too when they were able to play. And even and uh, it's actually a basketball team, a NBA basketball team in Canada, and all their players had to get it. And any American players or staff who did not get the vaccine, they were not allowed to enter the country at all. So Canada, they are still very much very more restrictive with this mandate than we are here in the United States, as it is. And many other countries have similar rules to uh, Canada. 
and even some some are more or actually a lot of them are even stricter like australia um you have people who who are not allowed to leave their houses or that's how it was a couple of months ago i'm not sure how it is now but if they did not have the vaccine the vaccine they were not allowed to leave their houses going to grocery stores and all that and that's the reason anyway the reason why i bring all of this up is it sounds very familiar and i'm not saying that this uh this particular vaccine with the Pfizer and the Johnson and Johnson and all all of that is the mark of the beast. But a lot of times, when you uh, do something, you want to do want to have a, a plan. You uh, it's actually like you you hire like a public relations person because you want to make people uh, familiar with uh, what you're trying to do in the future. So you're like draw a diagram and say, hey, we're going to build this building here. Then you have your PR person saying, these are going to be some of the uh, benefits to this uh, particular building. Like, for example, a new library, so they have it up. Then it'll be on the news, and then you hear see signs around town and all this kind of thing. Because they're trying to promote it and let people know. They're trying to condition people's minds and say, okay, this library we have, they're going to be building this library. It's going to be new. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to have all these features. It's kind of like hyping people up or preparing them. Well, this right here, um, the people are doing, in my mind, is uh, they're preparing people with this uh, vaccine for what's to come in the future. I believe it's a, it's a, uh, a trial run, a trial run to see how people are going to respond, to see how different types of nations are going to respond to uh, this uh, the future Mark of the beast. So those who are in power, not just uh, in the United States of America, but throughout throughout the world, in Europe, um, Middle East, Asia, all of that, they're trying to see how their different nations or population groups are going to respond to it. And a lot of people, as you see, is they they say uh, you can't work, you can't buy or sell. So they were very open to it. And well, some people they didn't want to get it. Some of my friends, but they got it because they didn't want the risk of. Uh, not having a job and not being able to go to like here in America, like oh, what they, some places wasn't allowing you to go into restaurants, so they wasn't allowing you to fly. And so they remember that scripture says that you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. And what's very interesting is this this book, this, this revelation was written about it seemed like over two thousand years ago now, and and now this is some of the things we're actually kind of living through and experiencing. Um, but again. I just want to emphasize that what, that what just happened was, uh, I believe, a, a trial run, a trial run. It's not the market to be so If you, by chance, did get the COVID vaccine um, in whatever form it is, I don't believe you have uh, accepted the market to be But what I do believe it, it is is a, a conditioning process or a preparation process for what they will roll out later. So people are like, oh, well, we did this already, and even though things are happening, but it's not being uh, reported widely um, because there are some placebos and things like that going on. But uh, things are are happening with it, but later on they're going to roll out this other one. No man can buy or sell, so it's going to have some of the some of the same um, elements to it. You know, maybe, I mean, I'm not sure, maybe another type of, quote, unquote, 
virus or, or plan pandemic might roll out, you know, that they have our, our visionary leaders have for us, or not my, my leaders, you know, <laughs> but uh, those who follow the beast, the beast, the beast system, the ways of Satan, the ways of Lucifer. Maybe they have something, which I believe they do, have something that, that will come out like that, and the stuff that it's going to, they're going to try to basically bring down the hammer on this one. A lot of countries, they brought down a hammer already, and a lot of people and a lot of nations, they, it was like, even though in America we was having a battle with it, a lot of countries, they don't have a constitution like us. They don't have, even though our government, we have a very corrupt government, evil government, a lot of blood on our hands. But in the same breath, there are people in our government who really care about people. Um, and that's where we have to separate like government institutions from people because we have people in other other countries and other nations, they, they care just as much, as much about their people as some of the people we have over here, but it's, they don't have any power um, to back up and show and express how much they care about their people. So over here we have, we still have power. It's not all taken away from us yet. It could be if we don't fight and if we don't pray for it, it could be taken away. Um, but that right there is a, is a topic, the subject for for um, another day. Uh, the Bible says uh, one thing about this. Oh, Dorothy, before before I continue, did you want to add anything to say anything about what I said so far? Uh, not really. Except I hadn't thought about that aspect of it being able to buy or sell, which it did affect a lot of people. Um, there were a lot of other things in the shot that are uh, going to lead, help lead to the development of the mark, you know, like the nanobots and stuff like that. But one thing I was wondering is if maybe they're going to use QR codes, like a tattoo of a QR code. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I, I don't know about your phone, but my phone wants to assign QR codes to all my contacts. <laughs> really? My phone Yes, and I, I, I can say no thank you. So, oh. I know we used to think it was barcodes, but now I wonder if they're going to use the QR code. And um, I've heard reports that the nanobots... And the graphene in the vaccine uh, can be uh, controlled with the 5G. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know if that's true. And I've also heard reports that if you put big magnets on the towers, it cuts that down. So I think we'll just have to wait and see how all that works. Magnets on a tower? Yeah, with on the 5G towers. Like, you know, they have, like, super magnets, like the ones they use uh, to yes, erase yes, yes. hard drives and things. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a lot of things up up in the air right now. But the thing is, we have to pay, be paying very close attention to um, everything that's going on. And one thing about the... Uh, 
the uh, mark of the beast and also with, with the technology because you, it could be a QRC code um, because I guess it's going to be something outwardly that people can see. Um, one thing well, I, I believe is we have the physical aspect of it, like it could be like some kind of computer chip, microchip that can be visible on the inside and outside. Um, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is like it's also in a sense of a form of worship, a form of worship because it says worship the beast, whoever takes this mark, basically they're going to be worshiping the Antichrist, they're going to be worshiping the false prophet. So that's another thing that's wrong with it. Um, basically, right now, like, for example, we have, like, the Pledge of Allegiance. The people, I'm, some, some people still say it or some people don't say it, but when you take it a mark of the beast, it's just going to be you're pledging your allegiance to this beast, this governmental system, this person who will actually... Uh, run the government system. So not only are you receiving this technology and they're gonna they're gonna sell it, they're gonna say this is something good. It's something good for your immune system. Um of course the buying and selling and all these types of things. They're gonna include all all of that in there, but uh it's also gonna be in a sense uh in a sense of uh a spiritual aspect of it. A spiritual aspect of it. Um of uh, the worshiping of the beast. Also, another aspect of it is uh, more, it's still along with the technology aspect of it or, or the spiritual, because the Bible says whoever takes this mark that you cannot be saved. Like, you can't repent of this. And the one thing I always found interesting of it, uh, like the thief at the cross, you know, he, I guess he stole something and he was able to repent of that. Then uh, you have prisoners, maybe mass murderers, and a lot of people who, like, you hear different testimonies of people who did all these horrendous things, and they was uh, able to repent of their sins and turn back to Christ. Um, and Revelation, I, I, Revelation, let me see where is that scripture. Uh, I think it's Revelation 21. It lists like all these different things about people who are, who are going to hell. It says uh, sexual immoral people, murderer people, people who practice magic arts, uh, idolaters, liars. All these things are they said they're going to hell. But and also it says cowards. You know, so you better not be a coward. You know, and and I believe like people people get get involved in things that are not ungodly, and then people make make mistakes. And I don't think this is talking about like a one, oh, I just lied or whatever about my taxes or or, I, or something like that. I'm going to hell. If if you're not doing, I would I would say like like a repetitiveness and 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 your intentions and all these types of things. People make mistakes and you can repent and turn turn your life to Christ. But then there's there's people who just are just pure evil and they don't care, lying, cheating, doing doing whatever they can to do, you know. And they have no remorse. They have no repentance. They have, if you don't have the Holy Spirit um, giving you repentance and all that, you you need to you need to really question your motives. You know, really question question what's going on with you. If you're saying you're a believer, if you're saying saying these these types of things, you know, you need to really evaluate yourself. I heard testimonies of people who said they went to hell, and it was many pastors and preachers. They were down there, so we all have to be accountable for our actions. 
But any, anyway, I was saying I was saying all this because all these things you think of, the Bible says you can do and go to hell, but you can repent of being being a coward. You can repent from being a liar or uh, adulterer or whatever it is, sexual immorality or whatever. You can you can repent. You can turn away from those things. Um, but the Bible also says in Romans that God will give you over to to whatever whatever you're uh, giving yourself to, and then you can go to a point somewhere, I think, believe it's Hebrews, wherever there's a point of no return. Um, the Bible kind of alludes to that. You know, there's a point of no return. But this mark of the beast thing, it's just like a one-time thing. <laughs> you know, it's a one-time thing. It's like once you get it, boom, it's a done deal. It's over. It's no, it's no repentance from that or nothing. And I, I was wondering what could make this thing so wrong. And guess what? I started thinking about uh, uh, Elon Musk, what I talked about last week, because they were talking. he was talking about the, the neural link. And this neural link is actually something that can, like, get into your brain, and it uh, can help you see, help you walk, control nerves, and all this kind of, kind of things. And, so they, and then a person said that he actually had his, his neural link that he had was hacked, and he started seeing other different colors. So anyway, I got my mind started to wonder, and I'm not sure, too, Lord, and there's no, of course, no scripture about this, but I believe one of the reasons probably that they cannot repent from this thing is once they get it in their system, it's sort of going to hack. And I believe somehow that your brain or something may be connected to your soul or somehow or spirit. But once they get this device in there, the enemy, he has figured out a way in technology to hack like your conscious things. And I believe somehow people's conscious are going to be hacked for those who have taken that that and uh, that gets into the 5G and all that kind of stuff. Which, uh, you was talking about Dorothy, other, Dorothy earlier, where they can probably send signals through that and like just kind of like almost like you're almost like not human again. They talk about transhumanism, um, downloading your brain into a computer so you can live forever. But I, I don't know if they ever will get to that point because it seems like things kind of wind down pretty quickly. But I believe what they can do is they'll be able to control that person where they can restrict them from uh, a repentance. So I believe that, I'm not saying that scripture or not, but I believe that is one thing that that they have been working on behind closed doors. And even if a person wanted to repent, they couldn't repent. Um, They couldn't repent. Also, another thing about this, Thing it says that like people are going to get sores on their body from um, taking this mark of the beast. It's going to be sores, sores on them. It says it in Revelation. Uh, let's see if I can find that scripture. Yeah, Revelation is in Revelation 16, verse 2. Revelation 16, verse 2, it says, And the first one out and poured out his vow upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sores upon the men who had the mark of the beast, and upon them that worship his image. So I believe, uh, well, that's saying that the angels pouring out something, but I believe some way that something is connected within that, that those who will take that, Take the beast system, 
Um, and this is going to be not only connected with the Paji, but also spiritually. And they're going to have get sores on their body. And even recently, though it, it has not been widely reported, but in certain regions and certain groups who have taken different uh, vaccines, they have had experiences where they have had like blisters or different types of side effects that um, I believe that they are kind of testing. It's not being tested worldwide. Of course, it was not in all of them. There's even some people said they have seen microchips and micro devices and nanotechnology in some of the, uh, the uh, studies or some of, some of those, uh, um, I want to say specimens or, or tubes, test tubes or whatever, or some of, some of the uh, vaccines that were uh, distributed that uh, some scientists have said that. that uh, some of that was in some, not all of them, but some of them, um, some of the uh, ones that were distributed and some of the other countries, <laughs> unfortunately, it's about it. Uh, testing going on right now, mass, mass, mass testing, and preparation for uh, this mark of the beast system. Because everything right now is building up, and it's almost like a snowball when it's getting closer and closer to the bottom of the hill. It's getting bigger and bigger, moving faster and faster, because uh, man's time is uh, running short where we will... Well, man, we're basically right now we're in a time where a man is allowed to rule himself and govern himself. That's why we have so many problems and issues. Um, so God can say, I guess maybe, I don't know, this is just my thinking. So Father God, you know, Jesus can say, well, remember when y'all wanted to rule yourself? <laughs> Look what y'all did. Look what y'all did for all those thousands of years. And then we're going to, like, be remembered and taught. And, like, we don't want to go back there. We don't want to experience that again, you know. So uh, we we get into the end, end of that time, and then we're coming into the time where Christ will return to the earth, and then He will rule and reign on here on earth and also in heaven. But until we get to that part, we have to, uh, and that's whenever the rapture happens, whatever you know, we have to just like live live through it. We have to keep on studying. Um, and then chapter eleven, verse thirty-three, it says. Uh, those who understand among the people will instruct many. Uh, and it also says in that other part of the, that same verse, Daniel 11, 33, says many are going to die, be taken down with swords and all that. So it's going to be a lot of, of death and people, persecution and other kind of things. But it also says in Daniel 11, 33, that there's going to be people who's going to know, they know what's going on and they're going to be instructing people. And we already have right now people right now who understand what's, what's going on. Um, in a world where people are are advising people and, and instructing people on not just uh, um, the rulers and leaders of our world, like who's going to be the Antichrist and all this kind of stuff, but just like the different legislation that's going on, and even with this uh, the pandemic and all that, that those types of things about people's alternative motives. You know, we can never. People say, well, we got to trust our doctors, we got to trust our leaders. But in, in reality, the, we shouldn't even really trust ourselves. You know, the Bible says, put no confidence in the flesh. <laughs> so, like, okay, don't trust yourself. Okay, I know these, these gentlemen and ladies, they have been through all, all of this training, but you want to look at, okay, who paid for, who paid for that training? Who paid, who paid for the education? Um, these are things you, you want to follow, follow the money, follow wherever the money goes. That's where you'll find the source, the source of uh, like all 
well, a lot of the world's problems. If you follow the money, you will find either two things: you will follow good, good things, or you will find the most. Most of it is going to be evil. The Bible says, "Not money is evil, but the the love of money. The love of money is the root of all evil." So a lot of times, a lot of these things are happening in the world. A lot of people like to blame religion or wars, and that that religion has caused many wars. But a lot of it basically boils down to money. That's what it is. A lot of these wars, the why there's a lot, the reason why there's a lot of poverty here in America is because of people love money, and a few people love money, and they don't want everybody else to have money. That's what it basically is. They want most of the world, the middle class, and everyone to be poor, and they want only the few, the elite, to be rich. Um, and that's that's what it boils down to. That's what. The market of beast, even that says no man is able to buy or sell. It's like a uh, monetary, basically everything boils back, back down. These men, they lumping the money because whoever, it's like the golden rule, you know, uh, from Scripture we know Jesus says the golden rule is do unto others as you want to be, be done to you. That's the real golden rule. But the golden rule of the world is, is whoever has the gold makes the rule. <laughs> You know, so those are the people who are running our world straight into the gutter, straight into the ground, because they are so greedy. People can be helped. Um, we could solve many, many of the, well, not all of them, but many of the world's problems if we focus our money on things that are just, pure, and holy. But we don't want to do that, uh, apparently. We want to run the world into the ground, run the world into darkness, um, and that Satan and his demons have the heyday um, during these last and evil days. So, one of the main the main points about this uh, uh, mark of the beast is is the buying and selling. So make sure they they're going to try to tempt you whenever it comes out. Um, if we're still here, you know, the mark of the beast. Some people say. Uh, that we're not going to be here um, because we'll, we'll be raptured out and all that kind of stuff. And I used to believe that way. And actually, I wouldn't mind that happening. You know, if the rapture happened today, I'm not going to be holding on to no tree and saying uh, it's against my belief. Jesus, you're supposed to come after the tribulation, so I'm going to just hold on this tree and everybody else can get raptured. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be <laughs> with everyone else, you know. But if the rapture doesn't happen, when I when I believe, so you know, I mean, or yeah, if the rapture happens later on, then I'm gonna be uh, prepared. You know, I hope it happens before, but right now I I don't know. My understanding of belief is not not that way anymore. But we'll see what happens. You know, our Father, He always has a plan. We should not be fearful. Remember, Revelation says uh, um, the fearful, the cowards. You know, they're not. Um, going uh to heaven you know i'm not and i'm not saying you can't be scared every once in a while you there's there's it's just like almost a natural instinct you know but we shouldn't let it make us be too cowardly we have people who don't even want to leave their houses you know and and some of that it can be they they see it as wisdom and they don't necessarily see them as being fearful um or cowardly Uh, i don't believe god's going to send those people to uh, tell because of, because of that, but I believe there are situations and circumstances where uh, people who who 
I'm, I'm not sure why I'm focused on the coward that, or fearfulness, but that, those are people who says that who probably God says are going to be going. And a lot, of, I guess, a lot of people who take the mark, they're going to be like, oh, I'm scared because I'm not going to be able to buy or sell. I'm not going to be able to go to the basketball game. I'm not going to be able to eat eat uh, food and apple. Apple, apple bees or, or whatever it is, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna take this. I'm, I'm gonna take it because I want to do this. Do this not only what's best for me, but what's best for my family. We need to eat right now. Um, the scripture says, no. It's better. It's better to starve. Um, it's better to lose your head, um, lose the arm, lose the eye, or, or whatever it is. Lose yourself die to the flesh then um go the way of the world which is which is very broad instead of the, the narrow way. The narrow way. Um uh, uh Dorothy, did you have something you wanted to say or add about any of those ones? I was thinking about the chips. Mm-hmm. You know we're chipping animals, right? Yeah. When you chip your animal Sometimes the chip travels, and a lot of times cancers form around the chip because it's a foreign object in the body, and the body mm-hmm. has its own way of taking care of that, so it forms a, a bunch of cells around it, like a cyst. Mm-hmm. So it's something else to think about if you're even thinking about taking a chip. Um And wasn't it, was it the Nephilim who wanted to repent? The fallen angels wanted to repent and they were not allowed? Yeah, this uh, actually is uh, not in a, uh, the canon Bible, but like in the book of Enoch, it, which was taken out, um, but it's still in the Coptic Bible, like the Ethiopians, they still got a lot of those texts, those, those apocalyptic texts. And uh, the book of Enoch, the angels actually... Uh, what it says is the angels went to Enoch, and they asked Enoch if Enoch could help them, you know, get back into basically they want to say, Enoch, you know, you're in good relationship with the Father. Um, can you help us? <laughs> can you help us get back into the, that, that covenant, that relationship? Because they, they want to be like Michael and Gabriel and all that. They want, some of them, I guess, wanted that back, but they were not basically in they it, it was it wasn't an option that wasn't open for them. Um, they were not given the opportunity to repent, and it could be I believe I I don't know why. Maybe it was because they knew things that we didn't know as far as like they, the Bible says in uh, Job that they was here during the foundation of the world. So whenever the universe was first created, um, the the uh, angels they they were here. They seen it all. Um, even though the Bible does say that there are things that angels are learning from us because they don't have the relationship that we have with the Father because we are actually God's offspring. Um, even though we were created, we were created in, in our Father God's images. Both of us, the mankind and angels, we were both created beings, but we were the ones who were created in his image. Even though the Bible does call the angels the sons of God, they are different types of sons of God. We were created like in a rulership, kingship status. And they were created like in a, in a uh, servant servantship status. So, uh, and saying all that, um, there were things that they knew 
about uh, about man and the things they knew about God, and I believe that's one of the reasons why they were uh, not given a chance to repent because they they know a whole lot of stuff that we basically don't know. They were here probably thousands or may, millions of years. Um, who who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I, and he, he, they live in the, I guess the angels they live in eternity with God. So even though they're not eternal, um, but they've been here. Long, much longer than mankind, much longer than mankind. So there was, there was things that they knew, and I believe those things, whatever they knew, um, was the thing that that uh, that uh, they were not allowed to repent. So whatever it is, they probably it was probably already. Hey, if you do this, the Father God already fights. He always warns us, and I'm pretty sure he warned the angels, don't do this, or you, there's no turning back. And it says in the Bible in Isaiah chapter twenty, chapter twenty-eight and the fourth in Isaiah fourteen also that Lucifer, he said he wanted to be like the Most High God and he wanted to like exalt himself above God and he he wanted all this. So um, he he called one third of the angels to uh, follow him, you know, and get eventually they came they came down here and they created the Nephilims and all that kind of stuff. It's the whole like you know what the story like it uh, uh the truth is stranger than fiction or something like that. So that it's it's some really weird weird crazy stuff that that happened um, back in uh, Genesis and it seemed like it's fable, seemed like it's false, but they're too they're too crazy. And not a lot of even believers don't believe it. Um, which I I don't blame them because a lot of things were hidden and. and uh, Intentionally concealed from people because if those things were released, then people would know what was more that was going on. But I myself, I uh, I believe it, and so I believe also that those angels had information on it. If they if they uh, did this, they um, were not allowed to repent. And I also believe Lucifer, he knew. Uh, God's plan. One, I think he was mad at mankind because also I believe he knew God's plan, not of the redemption part, but he knew that God was making man in His image, and he knew that He was making man to, and in a sense, rule rule over angels. And I don't think he really wanted to be a servant to man, or he didn't really under, understand what servant means. Because we we kind of got like what it means to be a servant backwards. We think servant is lower and all these types of things. But God, actually, even though he calls us kings and we created in his image, he created us to be servants, you know. <laughs> so we're supposed to be servants, too. We're not supposed to be sitting on the throne and, like, oh, bring me my Bible or bring bring me my uh, world throne. We're supposed to be the ones holding the door, holding the door, sweeping the floor, and all these, these types of things. And Lucifer didn't want to do that. He wanted to be... The uh, Most High, that's and then uh, I guess he tricked some of the other angels. Like, hey, we can do this. We can, we can conquer. We can be the ones ruling the reign. And they they followed him, and there was no repentance for them. And so he's like, okay, well, we're going to get man. We're going to get man since we can't get it. We want man to face the same thing. God, God loves man a whole lot, so we're going to punish them because we can't punish God. We can't beat God, so we're going to punish man. And then. Lucifer didn't know if he would have known what he was doing. If he would have known, you know, what God, uh, Corinthians said, if Satan would have known, if he, he would have known that he would have uh, killed Jesus Christ, 
uh, Yeshua HaMashiach, if he would have killed, he would have done it. He would have done something else. Our Father God is always eons except of anybody, even the angels. So he's eons and eons and eons above. It says, no mind has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for us. Um, so he, I mean, he just, that's why he's Father God. You know? That's what even he says with, when uh, in uh, the book of Romans, I mean, not Romans, uh, yes, in the book of Romans, uh, no, I think it's Hebrew, one of them, I think it's Romans, it says, when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swore, swear by, God swore by himself. So it was like God was like, hey, I'm making this promise to you. And he, and he probably, like, God was like, let me double check and see. I mean, is there anybody in the whole universe that's greater than me? Uh, nope. I'm going to just swear by myself. <laughs> so there's no one more greater, no one more awesome, no, more, no one more powerful, no one more lovely, no one more kind, even though people are being sent to hell in a lake of fire. There's still no one more loving than God, and and we don't understand. There's a lot of things like, well, if I was God, I wouldn't send these people to hell or send them to the lake of fire forever. If it's things right now, we as humans we can't understand right now. We can't comprehend now. But it's, I believe it's things we're going to understand later on. It's like, oh, that's why that happened, or that is why that is like that, or that's why you said that. I believe I believe it's just certain things. Because we're so limited being in our fleshly body that uh, we can't understand what Father God does want us to understand. But I believe it's almost like uh, trying to explain to a child, like when you're on a road trip, that we're going to be there in 16 hours and only two hours have passed. And they ask, are we there yet? They don't understand no concept of time. And I believe it's a whole lot of spiritual things. That even if God explains to us, and he probably is explaining to some of us, to, to us in a word, but it's like because of this flesh, we cannot understand it. Some of the stuff we can because we have we do have the mind of Christ, but some of the stuff is still kind of unreachable for us, you know. So, yeah. So it's, it's a, a learning process. You know, we even, you're like, okay, I got out of high school, and some people went to college, some people went to a trade school. And some people went through some certifications and they went through on-job training. Like, man, when am I ever going to get out of school? I guess I won't be able to get out of school. If you, and they have continued education and all this kind of stuff. Or if you have a different job, they want you to keep on going through these different types of training. And like, man, when can I get out of school? And like, oh, well, when we, at least when we get to heaven, we're not going to be out of school. But guess what? <laughs> I got some news for you. We're still going to be learning. We're still going to be in some type of school, some type of training. Matter of fact, we're just beginning. We haven't even started, <laughs> you know. So it's just the beginning <laughs> of, uh, for us, of course, our Father, he has been around forever. We don't even know what that means. We can't even imagine it in our minds. Um, uh, uh, Dorothy, did you have something? Well, I was thinking about, you know, disturbance. That's a big issue. Because we're not only just supposed to be servants to to God, but we're supposed to be servants to each other in the body. And if you truly yeah. know the meaning of what what that is, you know, you you want to be a servant, you know. Um, oh yes. 
Yeah. And also corrupting the image. Satan has been trying to do that from the get go. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes. He has. That's one of the whole things. Back to the market of beast. That's what that is all about. I believe corrupting the image of God. Um, yep. He already has corrupted the outside of us. Now he's trying to corrupt not just the inside of us, but the, the spiritual part of man. And I believe that's why once that thing is is uh, taken into your body, it somehow it interferes or it affects you, not just your physical mind, but your spiritual mind, um, where you're not going to want to repent. Um, or maybe if you want to repent, you're not going to be able to or can't or something. But it's basically like a guaranteed to hell. Like we have a lot of sins right now that are already not good. And if you keep on participating and all that kind of stuff in those things, then the Bible says that you can eventually go to like a reparative mind, you know, where he's like, oh, man. Uh, but right now there's always a chance you can, you can turn away from a lot of those things. You can turn away from it. Even as I believe until the rapture, you can turn you can turn away from those things because the Bible says in Revelation there's still going to be people being saved during that time. It says uh, one of the and John says who are these people in a white robe? And he said these are the people who uh, were beheaded, you know, um, because they didn't basically they didn't they didn't want to take a mark, you know, they wanted to serve God. So they and he said they went through great tribulation. So that's talking about the great tribulation that people were people were getting saved um, during that time because they, did, they didn't want to uh, follow the way the beast system. They didn't want to take that mark. They didn't want to, to follow, like, the image because, of, like you said, uh, Dorothy, the image of the beast. You know, we were created not in the image of the beast. We were created in the image of God. But uh, Satan is always trying to, he's trying to form, like, trying to be like the most high, um, which he finally, I guess, going to get his due day because people are going to be worshiping him. And they're going to be taking on Satan's image. So it's a, it's a battle about images. Everything is a battle. It's a war. It's a battle. Ultimately, between uh, Father God and Satan. Even like you have this little country, Israel, Jerusalem. You have all the world nations in the world, most of the most big, powerful nations. They're fighting over that land. Saying, oh, well, no, this is Israel land. No, this is Palestine. This belongs to the Palestinian people. So you have the Jews and the Arabs, they're fighting over that land. The United States and Russia and different nations, they're saying oh, that they're on one side or the other. Basically, the only country that's really on Israel's side right now is the United States of America. Um, and the, the last stronghold, you know, for right now. But uh, the reason why they're fighting over this land um, is only because Satan, Lucifer, wants that place. He wants to be, be, be there because God says he, he wants there. He's going to have his name there. He's going to establish his people there. That's what Father God said. So... Satan said, oh, that's what you want? Well, that's what I want. It's like one of those kids, you know, you're at the store, and then somebody says they want something, and they only want something because that other person said something. If Father God would have said he wanted 10 bucks too, then that's where all the conflict would be at because it was Lucifer would have been trying to trying to go there, you know. So it's just that Father God, for some reason, he chose Israel and Jerusalem and his, his uh, divine sovereignty and sovereign will. Um he chose he chose them, he chose Abraham, um, and that's the way it goes. We didn't have no choice or decision about it. Abraham had a choice if he could accept it or not. And he, he was blessed to accept it. And uh he's also our father, as it says in Romans, so we're we're under that that also, but also saved by the blessed Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, you know. Um, 
So basically, it's about the battle, the battle of the images. Everything is a battle, image of God or the image of being. And we're, we're uh, getting basically almost to the climax of it. Um, fortunately, right now, here in America, we many of our citizens will be shocked about what's going on in some of these other countries um, as far as um, implanting things in people's bodies, as far as technology, government surveillance, um, freedom of religion, and all these types of things. In a lot of these other countries, it's, the option is already gone. The option is already left the table. Um, and uh, some of the countries that we thought were kind of like on our level, it's fading away from them quickly. Um, Australia, we've seen it faded away from them quickly. Canada, right across the border, fading away from them quickly. Mexico, uh, I'm not totally sure what's going on down there. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Antichrist, Paul Carpenter, they're going to implement this uh, world government system because there's a lot of remote areas um, in the world. There's a lot of remote rural areas um, where uh, it seemed like it would be a waste of money for them to try to go there and bring those chips there. But the Bible says that uh, he's going to cause all both great and small to receive the mark. So he's going to, he's going to definitely, he definitely has a plan in, in trying to reach all corners of the earth, you know. I guess for him, this is his last big shot. So one of his last big shots, because he will eventually come back again after the millennial 1,000-year reign of Christ. He will make one more return. Uh, unfortunately, it's like one of those movies. Like, oh, it's over. It's over. Yay, the good guys, or the spiritual people, the good people, you know, they won. And like, oh, no, if the enemy comes back, it's like, a, it's like one of those bad trilogies, you know. <laughs> Like where he make one, but that right there, scripture says and promises that's the final one after the uh, end of the millennial when Satan comes back and deceives some of the nations and they come. That's it. The scripture actually says after that that we will learn war no more, and that he will wipe away everyone's tears of their eyes because there's a lot of believers who have experienced so much hardship and pain um, and a lot of tears, you know. And Father God. It says in uh, the book of Psalms that he keeps all, every one of our tears in a bottle. He keeps all our tears in a bottle. So he remembers it all, you know. So it ain't like you're the only one that's hurting. He, like the same pain you feel, he feels, you know. It's like he feels it more because you only feel your pain. He feels everyone's pain. And I and I, I, I believe he, he's going to feel pain for those people also who will get sent to hell. In some way or another, you know, he he doesn't want that. The scripture says he's not willing for any to perish, you know. But he is given but we can't mankind freedom of choice. We can't have hooligans in heaven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We can't have people who will not obey willingly. Um, actually, in uh. And Revelation during the millennial reign is going to be people, like the scripture says, that people are going to live like for 1,000 years. It says if anyone dies like under 30 or 40 or whatever, or no, 100, if they die 100, they're going to be considered cursed. 
because they're going to have done something wrong. So during the millennial reign, it says Christ is going to actually rule the earth with his saints with the iron rod. So during that time, there's still going to be people here who survived. They did it. There's going to be people who survived who uh, did not accept the mark of the beast. But guess what? They also did not uh, accept Christ, and they're going to populate the earth. And I believe during that time that um, they're going to be learning about Christ. And some people, I believe there's going to be some type of salvation. But then there's going to be other people who are still going to be rebellious. Just imagine after seeing Jesus Christ return to the earth and seeing all these, these wonderful things happening on the earth, life extended and peace. No more wars, everything. I mean, it's no more unfair, no more injustice, no more poverty. Like we have right now in the conflict, we have Israel versus Palestine. Now, that land in Jerusalem belongs to God's people, Israel. But we have people in Israel who look down upon the people in Palestine, but we have people who are Palestinians who are actually, not many of them, but there's a lot of believers and they're being treated harshly because they're Palestinian, but they're believers by people in Israel. But it's not all of them, but it is something. We have those different conflicts because people are looking at out, outwardness, you know. So just imagine during that time, during that time, it's not going to be any of that stuff going on. So it's going to be like a lot of peace and prosperity. But guess what? People are still going to choose to follow Satan, the image of the beast after all those years. <laughs> they said that people are going to follow and be deceived, a lot of them. Which is sad and unfortunate, but that right there is next year they're going to come. It seems like they're going to try to march to Jerusalem somehow. And it says that Father God is going to shoot down fire from heaven and just basically wipe them out. And uh, Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire. That will, <clears throat> that will be permanent because at the end of uh, the War of Armageddon, he's going to be thrown into the bottom of his head. Uh, but then at the millennial reign, he's actually thrown into. Uh, the lake of fire. So then it's a done deal. Boom. It's over. Um, and then after that, it's going to be like, can you imagine, like, you, you won't be able to know, like, a year from the next year, like, like now we have 21, 2022, 20, whatever. I mean, so much time is going to go by, but you're going to be in eternity. So it's like, what the heck is going on? I mean, what's, what's going on, you know? And then the thing is, you know how Jesus says, he always says the best wine for last. So, just imagine, I mean, like the very first day of eternity, it's going to be so, it's going to be, and you're in your, uh, the rapture when your body is transformed, the very first, actually we are eternal beings right now for those who have accepted Christ, but when we finally have our new body, the very first day is going to be billions and billions of times better than any of your time here on earth. And just imagine that first day, it's not even nothing in comparison to what's going to happen after that. <laughs> so, it, like, in the world, we have, like, thermal, the law of thermodynamics and all that kind of stuff because of, like, I believe thermodynamics happened because of the fall. And basically, it said that everything, even physicists, physicists say that everything goes from uh, basically uh, from a state of uh, order to a state of disorder. That's, so that's part of the law of uh, thermodynamics. But, uh physicists, uh, physicists they, they say, they say, so everything goes from like a state of order to disorder. Well, in eternity, it's, it's not even going from a state of disorder to order. Those who are in the millennial reign, we're going to see some transition, but everything is always going to be in order. So there's no, no transition from anything. 
You know, the only thing that might happen is better and better. And the only reason I believe it might be better is because we are perceiving more and understanding more, and we're growing some way more in that world. But in reality, it's already all there. So it's like a kind of hard concept to understand right now. But, um, yeah, so uh, I guess that's all I uh, have for this evening. Um, Dorothy, does she have anything else? No, I was just thinking there's no entropy in in heaven either. Yes, yes, yes. And if they were refrigerators, they'd last forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. He got refrigerators way better than Whirlpool, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I didn't hear people that said they didn't have the houses or mansions. I was like, well, what's in here? And then I heard people say like, like, well, like every so much of the season, I guess, like the trees, the fruits on the trees change or something, like walk by themselves, and then they said the grass thing. So this is like people who have those like near-death experiences where they died on an operating table or a car accident, and they said they came back and they had seen some of those things. So it's going to be interesting to see. Our writers always have like a different story. So I guess maybe probably God lets them see different parts of it. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? I don't know. I guess well, I, I had to find out when I get here, but I don't want to find out anytime soon. I want to find out whenever the rapture, that's what I want to find out when the rapture happens. But Father God, he's the one who controls control of that. <laughs> well, I guess I will, I will close out in prayer. Um, and then I will speak to you uh, next week. Uh, Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy, and salvation, Father. Um, Help those who are listening, Father, Lord, guide them and direct them in your word and your promises, Father. Um, for your understanding, let them be there by the Holy Spirit, Father, Lord, as they grow closer towards you, Father, and teach them, Father, Lord, how to be servants. Not just like uh, like uh, Dorothy mentioned, not just service to you, Father, but service to our fellow man, whether it's something as simple as holding the door open for someone, sleeping the floor, um, helping a homeless person on the street or giving someone an umbrella or whatever it may be, Father Lord, you, you know what it is, Father. Um, just lead God and direct um, us and whatever those things you have for us to do. And we ask all these things. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jameer. Uh, we're all, all, yes, um, yes, yes, you have a good weekend, and I will, I will speak with you next week. Yes, yes. All right. You have a blessed Bye. evening. Father bless everyone. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.